Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Trey Schaap sitting down with the head baseball coach of your Little Rock Trojans, Chris Curry. He was our first ever guest of Big Talk on Little Rock, and we welcome him back. Big Talk on Little Rock now available for listening on your iPhone, iPad, Android, tablet, PC, Amazon Echo device, Roku, or in your car through the Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify apps. This segment brought to you by Highland Dairy. And, uh, Coach, I I know fall ball's over with, and with COVID going on and everything, it was a little bit different this year as well. It it was, and and Trey, thanks for having me on and and for all that you do uh, for Little Rock Athletics. You do an awesome job. It it was and still is a crazy year, but I I could not be more proud of our team and the job they did uh, protecting our bubble, so to speak. Uh, I think we did probably total – 125 tests right along in there and only two positives and those were probably four or five weeks ago uh and kind of outlier situations and so i i don't know what is that less than two percent one percent and so our, our guys uh, did an outstanding job of, of staying focused i think we were driven so much because uh not many people remember because so much has happened now but but we already lost our season and we already lost one. We had to shut it down. And so our six months at home uh, maybe refocused us a little more, made us a little more uh, grateful to be back out there. And, and uh, we, we, did a, we did a good job. And we just finished up on Halloween with our Fall World Series, Highland Dairy Fall World Series. How did that Fall World Series go? And is that something where, – where did you get that idea to do that? Because I know that some teams, they don't play a complete basic World Series. They just play a couple of scrimmages, and that's it in the fall. But how did you come up with that? Well, just like uh, I guess all coaches, I, I steal or borrow whatever I can from coaches that are better and smarter than me. Uh, did that, at, I think, when we, when we were at Fayetteville uh, with Coach Van Horn, we did a fall World Series, and I did it as a player at Mississippi State. And, and the goal is – uh, you're right. It can be monotonous to scrimmage every day and uh, not not to play for something, something on the line. And of course, the guys play hard and they want to win and compete. But when you put together a fall World Series, there's a lot of fun in picking the teams. You can have a draft. You can have team captains. Uh, you know, we had a steak dinner on the line. Uh, it, it puts a little more on it. Uh, we got umpires out there. And one one cool piece that we do that I like is just during the fall world series uh, we pull the coaches out of it and we sit in the stands and just evaluate and we let them run it and so there's ownership there uh, and inevitably every every world series you find something you see something about a player or two that maybe you didn't realize he's a little more of a gamer than you thought he's a leader he's calling people up uh, you know somebody turns in an outing you weren't expecting uh, that really leaves a good taste or thought in, in, in your mouth. We haven't done it in a few years uh, because we've been able to do the scrimmages uh, with uh, other teams. And so that has been our buildup. We've, we've been, and that's better than Fall World Series because you test yourself against outside competition. But uh, since we were shut down from that, 
the Fall World Series was the next best thing, and ours was highly competitive, and the guys really, really got into it. I was going to say, one team gets a steak dinner. Does the other team have to serve the other team the steak dinner that won it? That's exactly right. So you get to lean back in your chair and, and tell your <laughs> roommate or teammate uh, what you want on your steak and, you know, sweet tea or water. And uh, they really ham it up. They, they, uh, they're tough on the servers, so to speak. So uh, it, it was a good time, and uh, we're safe with it. And, and uh, it really, really uh, puts a nice cap on the fall. Coach, I know with the NCAA uh, granting an extra year of eligibility for those seniors last year and some additions that you've made um, over, the, over the summer before this fall, what did you see out there on the field and who stood out to you? Well, the, the pitching in general, Trey, w- was as good a- as we've seen it. Um, Coach Sanders, Noah Sanders, recruiting coordinator, Artie Spees, pitching coach, also recruits. And then, and then I help as much as I can, but try to stay out of their way in recruiting because they've got their, fi- their finger on the pulse and it's so dialed in. I really enjoy recruiting. I love doing it. But th- those guys have, have got their ear to the ground. And we did a, we did a really good job, in my opinion, on, on the grad transfer market. Got some guys that uh, were able to come in and help us uh, for a year. And those guys performed well. Uh, it, Aaron Funk is back. That probably gave me the most sense of security through uh, the COVID break. When you've got a guy who was Sunbelt Pitcher of the Week two of the first four weekends, he struck out 17 on one weekend. He had a no-hitter in the sixth inning uh, against Southern Miss and ended up allowing just one run. They're a top 25 team. And so that guy's back. Hayden Arnold is back, a rising Arkansas product. Uh, multiple guy. Dil- Dylan Delgadillo has got a lot of outings on the mound. But then you add a left-hander from the University of Washington and Jack DeCumman, who's actually started Pac-12 games, started on the mound in Omaha. Uh, he was, you know, 90-91. Uh, then there's some freshmen. Jacob Weatherly from Jonesboro. Uh, Sawyer Smallwood's a left-hander out of Northeast Texas. Just – uh, we, we assessed and uh, handled our left-handed pitching depth. Uh, went from one last year to six this year. That was good. We can match up a little better. The starting pitching was outstanding. And then there are guys that are going to be a nice blend where we can work through a rotation to handle right-handers, to handle left-handers. And uh, on the mound, the pitching just <laughs> dominated the first two-thirds of the fall I attribute a little bit of that for the position players not having at bats for six months uh, but their strikes and command was outstanding uh, but then offensively Tyler Williams our center fielder who uh, the, the draft of 22 is going to be a high pick going to Cape Cod he drew a lot of scout interest he'll be the next big name after M. Schoff. and then if the catcher situation is a big big piece of the puzzle uh, that, that, that we assessed with Kale Emshoff moving on to the Royals. And those guys did a nice job by, uh, uh, as a group. Obviously, you have to give them some time off now, and then they'll be back before you know it, and it's going to be time to get ready for the season, which we hope is a full season. What have you told your guys you want them to do between now and when you get them back in, in, in early January? Well, it, it, it's tough because we build them up and get them 
dialed in, get them right, so to speak. And, and then pretty much a lot of them after Thanksgiving uh, will probably not come back to campus because all their classes are virtual. And then a lot of colleges be believe that it's probably wise once you have family gatherings to not bring it back to campus. But um, they're going to have seven weeks at home. So what are they going to do with, with those seven weeks? How are they going to train? Uh, obviously, we give them detailed plans and we'll be in close contact with them. But we just stressed how well the fall went. And it was such a successful fall. The weather was great. We didn't have to get shut down as a team. Like I said, we only had two guys test positive. We only had four total quarantines. And so we were able to work straight through in, in one of the best weather falls I've seen in a long time. And so we, we took advantage. And so we don't want to get to such a good place and then lose it all over the break. And so we just stressed to them the importance of finding a place to work out, throw, stay on task, so that when we come back in, in January, uh, we need to get dialed in to get ready for the season to start in the middle of February. And our goal, and there's been a ton of talk about it, and I think within the coming weeks there's going to be a lot of clarity on the baseball season. But I know that our league, the Sun Belt, the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12 are really adamant about playing a 56-game schedule, whatever that looks like. And that's the million-dollar question. Is that conference only? Uh, is that a few conference games early? And then do we take out midweeks? We don't know. We're discussing all of that. But everybody agrees that we want to play a full schedule. Hold on to that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with more. We'll dive into the potential matchups of the non-conference schedule, what that might look like, also the conference schedule. We'll have more with Chris Curry right after this. Stay with us. You're born amazing. And at Baptist Health, we want to keep you that way. In fact, that's our mission. To not only provide the most skilled doctors and nurses to heal you from sickness or injury and comprehensive care to support your recovery, but also to be your guide to health. Also, you can keep on inspiring, keep on reaching, and keep on amazing. See some of Baptist Health's amazing stories at keeponamazing.com. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock Trade Shop. Sitting down with Chris Curry, the head baseball coach of your Little Rock Trojans. This segment brought to you by Triple S Alarm. Coach, uh, just before we went to the break, we were talking about next next spring and, and what the season is going to look like. And you alluded to the fact that you, you want to play a full schedule. The Sun Belt, SEC, Big 12, ACC, a lot of conferences want to play a full schedule, but you're not sure what that's going to look like. I've heard different things of the SEC might go to a conference only where they play four times a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they get 50 some odd games in that way. Is that something that the Sun Belt might do as well? Absolutely. I, I, it's on the table. Uh, we do have a, a, a baseball and softball Sunbelt head coaches meeting the, the first uh, week of the December. I think there'll be a lot of clarity. It's a really good group, a, a, a very mature group, a wise group of coaches. We get along 
great. We compete well, but there's a high level of respect. Gary Gilmore at Coastal Carolina has won a national championship. He provides a lot of insight. Darren Thomas, Mark Calvey, guys that have coached at a high level. And we're ahead of it in that we have a plan in the back of our pocket uh, if the schedule gets changed. I think the most common one is, as you alluded, uh, four games on the weekend, uh, a doubleheader in there. There's a lot of, there'll be a lot of banter back and forth, whether it's two, a nine and a seven, two sevens. There's some precedent there with the, with the major leagues going to two sevens. And I think the SEC had a, had a rule in place where doubleheaders were two sevens. And that may be the way to go because of travel day on Sunday. But the key is to play as many games as possible. The, the whole key to this whole thing, Trey, is testing. Is our testing in the Sun Belt going to be compliant with the testing in the SEC uh, Conference USA, the Southland, whom we have multiple games with? And actually, our, our trainers and doctors have already been talking and asking, okay, what is your uh, testing going to look like? Does that meet our standards? Because the Sun Belt has already let us know that your opponents must meet the Sun Belt requirement, which is going to look like uh, one test a week for the entire team. Uh, and not every league is going to be the same. And so that's the hardest part is figuring out if the testing is going to work uh, for both sides. And I think the biggest fear is cancellations. Uh, leagues are worried about teams not being able to meet the, the testing requirements and, and canceling on them and then them being, being caught with no weekend game to play. And I get that. Um, so uh, I hope we get to play our complete schedule because we've got an awesome, awesome uh, action-packed opponents on our, on our schedule. Yeah, um, I, I know some of them on the schedule, not just in the league, but then if you get to play that non-conference schedule, uh, two games at Bomb Stadium, I mean, that, that's just something. It's, it's been one game, but to get two up there and, and do a, a night game and then an afternoon game at Bomb Stadium with all the additions that they have going on up there right now, it's pretty special. It, well, it's now a series. It's a two-game series, and, and I'm so thankful to, to Coach Van Horn and, and the staff for still continuing to want to grow in-state baseball. Uh, today's signing day, and while we can't comment individually on players, research all the in-state players that are signing today and that's a compliment to the travel travel organizations and the high schools and the coaches but there's a lot of good players in the state and in-state competition is healthy for everybody it, it creates interest uh it creates rivalry uh it, it helps the budget it helps travel there's a lot of good reasons so i'm thankful to coach for doing that but we're going to play a night game day game uh they're doing upgrades in their stadium uh, one of the nicest stadiums in college baseball, if not the nicest. Uh, and so it's awesome to play in those venues. But what I also have to rem remind our team, and, and, and maybe, you know, I'll give you a little bit of insight here. Auburn's going to be on the schedule. Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, Kansas State, uh, who, who has arguably one of the best pitching rotations in college baseball. I start to look at it and I start to wonder who made this schedule? What are, what are we, <laughs> I don't know about the job security there, but, but no, that's been our MO since we've gotten here is we want to play the best. Uh, I think there's no better way to, to get better, to prepare, to learn about your team than playing the best people. Sunbelt is rigorous. Sunbelt is a top, uh, is, a, you know, a top one of the top five, six, seven RPI leagues. And uh, we, we don't play everybody. 
and we're in a, a region of the country where we're surrounded by good baseball and uh, good programs, and we feel we, we can compete, and the numbers have shown that, that we can compete. And so we, we've been that way, and we'll be that way as long as I, I get the honor of being the head coach here. I was going to say, I was wondering if maybe Joe Foley stepped in and made that schedule for you. He likes to, to schedule the, the Big 12, the SEC opponents as well. And then uh, you, you talk about the depth of the Sun Belt, and I think everybody points to Louisiana and then obviously Coastal Carolina winning a national championship a couple of years ago. Sure, sure. And, and you know what? It, 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 it's a new name. It's a new team every year. Uh, who, who better, by the way, to follow than the wizard Joe Foley? Uh, and his blueprint. What? What? A, I'm. I'm just thankful I get to be around while he while he is here uh, doing it. But uh, I think there is a, a method to that madness because your team is battle tested, battle scarred. The key, Trey, and, and you know this, you got to make sure that it's not too much. Right. And and your team doesn't lose confidence. You know, gosh dang, we get beat down every time we go out. Are we any good? You are good. You're just playing against the best. But the flip side of that is, is you go and get, a, get a, you know, some wins out of there, which we fully expect to do. We expect to win every game. Your confidence is sky high, and you know what you've got, and you know where your weaknesses are and, and your strengths. Uh, as far as the Sun Belt goes, South Alabama is a team to watch. They've got a projected first-rounder and the left-handed hitter, Wilson. Uh, they're, they're going to be really good. Troy, uh, they're going to look like a double-A minor league team. They've got 22, 23-year-olds on there that are, were seniors last year, and they're back. And there's three, 400 at-bats per player uh, up and down the lineup. And that matters. I think college baseball in general, which you've got to remember, you know this, but but for the listeners, the, the draft was only five rounds last year. Players went yeah. to school. All the seniors are back. There's going to be players. If you're a fan, college baseball may not be better than it's about to, to be in the next few years because players that used to be in professional baseball and weren't coming to campus are going to be on campus now. And older guys who, who should have graduated, they're back and they're pitching at 22, 23. They're hitting their prime. So the level of college baseball is going to be at an all-time high. We'll take one more break. We're sitting down with Chris Curry. This segment brought to you by Triple S Alarm. We'll be back and wrap it up with Coach Curry after this. Stay with us. Did you take a break from starting college this fall? We understand. At UA Little Rock, you can start your degree this spring. Take classes in person, online, or in a hybrid format. If you were already admitted, we'll honor the scholarship we offered you. If you're a new applicant, we have scholarships for you too. We know that your greatest achievements lie ahead of you. Apply today at ualr.edu slash admissions or call 501-916-3127 to speak with an admissions counselor. Arrow Coach Lines is ready to take you and your group on your next trip. Whether it's one day to Oakline or one week to Florida, Arrow Coach Line will meet your needs. 47 to 56 passenger coaches are available for charter service. Our motor coaches come equipped with DVD systems and internet access is available. We have added a new 16-passenger Sprinter van to our fleet, which is ideal for local service or airport transfers. Call 663-6002. Arrow Coach Lines, a family-owned and operated business for over 65 years. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. We're wrapping it up with Chris Curry, the head Trojan baseball coach. And, Coach, obviously uh, there's no telling what the season's going to look like, but uh, outside of your offices there at 
Curran Con at uh, Curran Conway Park, Gary Hogan Field. I'm sure the the parking lot is full of leaves, and uh, the the uh, if you had a, to do a painting, it would be one glorious picture on a nice sunny day. It's beautiful. Fall September uh, is my favorite month at Gary at Gary Hogan Field. Uh, it, it, we're surrounded by trees. It's beautiful. There, there's red. There's yellow. Uh, you know, our, our, our Rand champion and, and Spencer Rubin and his staff did an awesome, uh, video drone that, that was unbelievable. If you hadn't seen that, go find it on our, on our Twitter page, but it's a beautiful sunken bowl, get a stadium type feel. And, uh, you know, may, maybe one day KLM Schaff or one of those guys will, uh, build us KLM Schaff stadium. That's brand new up there on campus, but you know what? We don't complain. We just do the best with what we have, where we are. And a team is not made up of uh, structures and facilities. A team is people. And our guys uh, believe that uh, as long as those bases are 90 feet and that plate 17 inches, we can compete with anybody. And it's a great place to watch a baseball game. Uh, we've got the grass berms on the side, the chair backs. And you talk about, as a fan in Little Rock, being able to get right on top of high-level college Division One baseball, it's right in your backyard. And, and, you know, getting back to recruiting, it's helped a ton because a lot of, a lot of kids are seeing right in their backyard that high-level baseball is being played. As a matter of fact, in our signing class that we're going to announce probably next week, seven of the 12 are Arkansas guys. And I've always said since, since we've been here that when you started to see more local players that were elite Division One players choosing Little Rock, I think the program would be ready to take an, yet another step because there's that hometown, home state pride and, and uh, an interest locally of knowing more guys. We'll always have great players from Texas, great players from Mississippi, Florida, California. Those are hotbeds that you have to always recruit. But, you know, you, you want to have some guys that grew up around here that know what it means. And uh, we've been here long enough where as high schoolers and even junior high players, they've seen our success. But yeah, fall at Gary Hogan Field is about as pretty as it gets. I know why you like the month of October. It leads into November, and you're going to get to get in the deer woods now. I do. You're right. And uh, that's my time to uh, recharge. You know, football coaches have the late spring and the early summer where they go, go to the beach. And uh, that's more of a family thing. I, I'm not a guy that's uh, paint my face and, and, and completely mad at a, at a deer. And if I don't shoot, although I, I enjoy harvesting a deer and respect the sport but it's a big family event for us my dad brought us up in it and it's it's one of the rare times my son is 10 he is he is mad at a deer he's ready to go he's ready to put one on the wall but just a joy my daughter lily is five she she went out for a couple of hunts and it's just another way to for our family to reconnect and re-energize and be around each other i love the holidays big thanksgiving christmas sky try to lead the neighborhood and putting up our lights first. And uh, I just love the holidays, but it, we, we've usually by this time been running pretty hard and it's time for a recharge and a buildup uh, before January. Cause when, when January 2nd rolls around, we put the tree up and it's time to go play baseball. Well, Chris, hopefully everything goes well and hopefully your team all comes back healthy and uh, we get to have a full season next year, and uh, we'll get you back on maybe around the end of January, 1st of February, to hopefully talk about a full complement of games and non-conference and conference games for the Little Rock Trojan baseball team. 
Well, I, I appreciate it. I can't wait, Trey. And thanks again for all that you do for, for the university and for sports in Arkansas and keeping everybody plugged in. And, hey, if you're if you're a fan of Little Rock baseball, what, there's not a better year to see your team. Also, don't forget the ESPN platform, uh, more Sunbelt games. Uh, we're even going to broadcast from out here at Gary Hogan Fields. You're going to be able to watch it at home, uh, which is just a testament to how good college baseball is getting. So thanks again. Thanks to the Trojan fans. And thank you, Trey. Perfect, Chris. Thanks. Looking forward to it. He's Chris Curry. I'm Trey Schatt. Another Big Talk on Little Rock podcast in the books. Keep tuning in to lrtrojans.com. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Schatt. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics.